this is Dean Miller, and welcome to episode 14 of Dean's List. I have to apologize. I have been away from the podcast for a couple of weeks. I've missed a couple of episodes. Uh, I'm sorry for those of you who've been asking. I haven't disappeared. I've just been immersed in work. I'm producing several new albums and doing a lot of stuff that is taking up a lot of my time. But I'm back, and this week I'm going to do a little bit of sort of uh, conversational riffing. I don't really have a plan for this episode, but I thought what I'd kind of focus on a little bit is some of these show business stories that people seem fascinated by. <laughs> I've met a lot of people and had a lot of cool experiences because my family's been in the music business and I've been in the music business forever, and so I've seen a lot and done a lot. But there are several stories in my life where I have seen a celebrity somewhere and it hasn't been connected to anything i don't i just i randomly saw them and i seem to have a knack for seeing people out of the corner of my eye and realizing it's some celebrity and for me and my friends the cheesier the celebrity the better because we really like to outdo each other with who's seen the most cheesy celebrities i hate to brag but i i think i have the best radar for spotting celebrities i've just been around it so long and i'm always scanning faces so i'll just tell you a couple of stories about some people I've seen. The first story I was going to start with is the most bizarre. I have spotted Gene Hackman at least four times in my life, all in different places, all random spottings, and I'm sure he didn't even know I was there, <laughs> although I met him a couple of times, but these don't even count as the times I've met him. Um, first of all, I saw him at a car wash in the valley in LA and he was just standing there waiting for his car. So that was my first Gene Hackman encounter. The next Gene Hackman encounter, I saw him in a restaurant in New York City, just coming in to eat there and I happened to be eating there. So that's twice on different coasts that I just happened to see Gene Hackman. I ran into him in an elevator in Santa Fe, New Mexico, okay? And just rode the whole elevator up and down, didn't even speak to him. And the other time was at a party. He was at a party. And that time I did talk to him and introduce myself. But um, the, all the other times I just kept seeing Gene Hackman everywhere. And I thought to myself, what does this mean? Am I supposed to be uh, aware of something about Gene Hackman that's important to my life? I don't know why I keep seeing this guy in different cities on different coasts. But I kept spotting Gene Hackman everywhere. And, and I just thought I'd share that. There's no real point to that story. And there's really no point to any of these stories on this podcast today. I just thought I'd share my funny, weird experiences. One of my favorite celebrity spotting stories is when I saw Jerry Mathers, who played the Beaver on Leave It to Beaver. Does anybody remember that? Uh, Leave It to Beaver was the 50s show, and he was a kid, and he later grow, grew up, and um, I recognized him from talk shows and TV and stuff like that. But I happened to be in a pawn shop in Los Angeles, and I was just looking around at things, um, browsing, looking for things to maybe buy, and I saw Jerry Mathers there. And my friend was with me and he was out on the sidewalk and I kept thinking, oh, I wish he was here to see Jerry Mathers, but um, I don't want to run out of the place and, and go, hey, Jerry Mathers is in there because I'd look like an idiot. But um, I just kind of watched him and, and watched him walk up to the counter. And then I really observed what he was buying so I could later say, this is what the beeve bought at the pawn shop. Are you ready for what Jerry Mathers was buying? This was in the 80s, mind you. He was buying a leather shoulder holster for a pistol and a VHS video about Nazis. 
That's what was on the Beavs shopping list that day. Gun holsters and Nazi videos. That's the last thing I would expect the Beave to be buying. Another of my cool celebrity spotting stories from a distance is Jack LaLanne. Does anybody remember who Jack LaLanne is? I'm feeling like a really old guy on this uh, on this podcast. But uh, Jack LaLanne was one of the first exercise TV guru guys. And he used to show you how to do exercises with nothing but a chair or a towel. You didn't need special equipment. He just showed you how to exercise and get in better shape. And he... Uh, he always wore this jumpsuit that had a buckle in the front. It was kind of set of a 70s looking jumpsuit. And that guy lived into his 90s. I, I don't know if you guys know this, but every year on his birthday, he celebrated his birthday by swimming uh, a fleet of boats out to Catalina or somewhere off of LA or Long Beach. He would pull this boat, these boats, while he swam. And um, he'd celebrate his birthday that way all the way into his 90s. He was kind of an amazing guy. But I saw him coming out of a restaurant and uh, he was being real flirty with all the women and he had all these two young women with him. And he was probably 90 years old at this point. And I stopped and talked to him. I forgot what I said, but I, I talked to him and he talked to me and he was really a nice guy. And And that was my Jack LaLanne story. But uh, uh, the, <laughs> I just collect these cheesy celebrity stories. I don't even remember the, the big ones as much as I remember the cheesy ones. But um, another story, now this didn't happen to me, but it's one of my favorite uh, celebrity spotting stories. A friend of mine saw Corbin Burnson in a store. Now, if you don't know who Corbin Burnson is, Cor Corbin Burnson was on a TV show called L.A. Law, and he's been in a bunch of B-movies and stuff like that. And uh, my friend saw him, and he was sort of bending over and looking in a glass case in a store. And he never looked back, but my friend was talking to someone else and was whispering, hey, you know, I know that guy, I know who that is, you know, and they were whispering about him. And he, he apparently heard them, but he never looked up, he never looked back. They just heard him say, yep, it's Corbin Burnson, whoop-de-doo. So I love the idea of, of Corbin Burnson standing in a store saying, Corbin Burnson, whoop-de-doo. I think that's hilarious. I wish that had happened to me. I, I love these celebrity stories I can share with my friends. We always uh, compare notes all the time. One of the weirdest stories that, that happened to me that is, it's kind of cool and it's kind of sad all at the same time. But uh, early in my days in the music business, I thought when I finally get somewhere and I make enough money, I'm going to go and buy a Manuel stage jacket. Now, if you don't know Manuel, Manuel is the well-known tailor to the stars. He made suits for Johnny Cash and Elvis and um, on and on and on. He's, he's made suits. He, he created Dwight Yoakam's entire look. Uh, all of those kind of stage jackets that you've seen maybe Porter Wagner wearing or Graham Parsons or, or country entertainers with the rhinestone jacket, they were originated by a guy named Nudie Cohen. And Nudie was a guy uh, that made his clothes out of Los Angeles. And he had a guy that was his apprentice, Manuel Cuevas. And Manuel went on to uh, become sort of a star in the business of making stage clothes. And so it's always the dream of a young country singer when you make enough money to get a Manuel jacket. It's just... 
It's a rite of passage in country music. And I was going by there and looking at these jackets, and, and some of these jackets were thousands of dollars. But I found the one I, I loved. I found a jacket I just absolutely loved. It was cream-colored, and it had black sequined roses on it, rhinestone roses on it, and vines, black vines and roses, and it was just stunning. And I thought it looked very rock and roll and very cool. But it was such a huge investment that I said to myself, I'm going to think about this for 24 hours. I'm going to go home. And if the jacket is still there, then I'm going to buy it. And if it's not, well, it wasn't meant to be. Well, <laughs> little did I know that in those 24 hours, somebody was going to come in and buy that jacket because I went back the next day and I said, I think I'm going to buy it. And they said, I'm sorry, Bob Dylan just bought that jacket. <laughs> so... The jacket I wanted, the jacket I was going to buy, got scooped up by Bob Dylan. And I actually have found pictures of him wearing it on the internet. I'm going to post those online so everybody can see the jacket that got away. Um, but I, uh, I, I, I still kind of, it's one little thing in the back of my mind that it, it, it could be a regret, but it actually makes a really cool story. So I guess it's really cool that Bob Dylan got my jacket. And I can always say, hey, Bob Dylan and I have the same taste in clothes. I think this is as good a time as any to stop for our regular feature, which is called Shameless Plug. Shameless plug, shameless plug, I'm gonna make a shameless plug. Y'all wanna hear a shameless plug, cause I'm gonna make a shameless plug. This week I released a music video for a song on my new album, and the song is called Wild-Eyed World. And it's a song about all of the upside down things happening in the world right now. Sometimes when I wake up, I just can't believe the amount of stuff that's just imploding all around us. And as musicians and artists often do, you respond to it with your art. So I wrote this song and then I created a video. I have a guy I partner with named Joel Evans and he has a company called Jackson Alley Films. And if you ever need video work, this guy is amazing. He's the best in the world. And so I go to him with my ideas and my concepts and I help, he helps me put these things together and we sort of co-direct these videos. But um, I made this video about what's going on in the world and I had a really clear vision of what I wanted to do with it. And it's available on my YouTube channel. You can see it through my Instagram, but it's called Wild-Eyed World. And the video just kind of shows you Without any judgment, the video doesn't take sides about anything politically or anything. It just shows you people in the world and all the different kinds of voices coming at us a thousand miles a minute and how we have to kind of filter through those and, and discern for ourselves. And sometimes I just like to shut them all off and just be on my own for a while. But uh, check out the new video. It's called Wild-Eyed World, and I hope you like it. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. If you're anything like me, you're missing the public interaction of live shows and concerts and clubs. And I never really paid attention, I guess, to how much I took that for granted. But ever since this pandemic, I'm really aware of what is missing in my life by not going to see live music. And I know a lot of you are probably feeling the same way. So I've been doing some live performances on my social media channels, particularly Instagram, because it's the easiest to put together and, and live stream on. So 
This week I have a live stream performance and those are always archived on Instagram and, and my Facebook page. So if you ever want to see them, you just go back and, and watch them whenever you want. But I am uh, doing a new one this week and I'll probably do one every week or two. Uh, I usually spend about 20 to 30 minutes just singing some songs and answering questions. And I'm happy to talk to any of you out there who'd like to send in your questions or your thoughts. And you might even hear some new songs because I'm going to try out some new songs I'm deciding about recording. Uh, I'm going to start a new recording project in the middle of September. And I'd like your feedback about what songs I should record and, and what might go on this record. So please check out the, the live stream and you'll get some choices for some songs I'm thinking about and maybe even find out something you didn't know before. I hope you'll keep checking back for this podcast. I know I haven't been consistent about keeping it up, and I apologize for that. But sometimes life just gets too damn busy, and I can't focus on it. Sorry. But I'm going to try to do better, and I'll at least have a, a podcast up now and then. I, it may not be exactly regular, but I'm going to try for Wednesdays to try to post it up. And I hope you'll keep checking back. And in the meantime, my social media has all the information about what I'm doing and where I'm going and what's happening. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on Dean's List. Dean's List.